Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your host, two-time world champion, Andy Groneman and friends, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, where we take your outdoor cooking to the next level with all the tips and tricks from leaders in the barbecue world. I'm your host, Andy G, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, who is a world champion and winner of the American Royal, Todd Johns. Hey, hey, hey. Here we are once again, Andy G. (laughs) That's right. Well, we have got a great guest today. He's a good friend, and he definitely knows his barbecue. Whether it's on the smoker or the grill, he's a U.S. Navy veteran, And when he's not out on the barbecue circuit competing, he's teaching classes, he's catering, he's out promoting his awesome line of rubs and sauces. We're going to have Sterling Smith on today with Luton Booty Barbecue. Feel free to check out all of his info over at his website. That's LootonBootyBBQ.com, L-O-O-T-N. B-O-O-T-Y-B-B-Q.com. And you'll find his products and classes, links to the social media. And speaking of, you can follow him on Instagram and Facebook at Loot and Booty BBQ. And if you hit his link tree while you're there, pay attention, Todd. You can enter, and he's doing a giveaway right now every month for th- three Thermapro Lightning Instarete thermometers. So if you go click on his link tree and sign up, He's giving away three a month, and everybody needs an instant he, read thermometer. Sterling is such a giver. Look he at is. him. He's, He's such a giver. A giver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signing up a hundred times. I'm just going to get a bot that just signs me up constantly. I'm like, sign my dog up, all of that. Yeah, I might get all three of them. You know? Yeah, Eddie, Eddie needs one. You That's know? right. Like, Mason needs one. Eddie needs one. All my dogs need one. <laughs> man, uh, Sterling is the guy that has a lot of sauce to spill, man. He knows a lot, and not just competition. But um, yeah, and and it and he is pounding the pavement. He is in Australia. He's in all over the U.S. He's everywhere. Yeah, he's he's repping Green Mountain Grills. He's uh, going all over the all over the country, all over the world. Like you said, he's got rubs and sauces everywhere. He's teaching classes everywhere. It's yeah. Man. I mean, just just coming up, he's going to be at Vivid in Sydney, and and part of that event that's going on over there. Uh, he's so he's going to be all over. I'm anxious to hear what he's got going on, and of course he's been competing the last couple weeks. I'm I'm sure we're catching him on the road, but you know we're going to get done with that, and then in the fourth segment we've got a really cool topic to talk about. You wanted to talk about smoking ingredients, yeah. Give me a, like, let's just give them a little teaser. So, you, you know, we talk all the time about smoking meats and smoking vegetables, fish, all that. But, you know, I was thinking there's a lot of things that we smoke that are just ingredients whoa, for whoa, dishes, too. Minute. No, no. <laughs> on the smoker. On the smoker. On okay, the smoker. just checking. I try to keep that until after nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I thought, hey, why don't we talk about that? Like, things for, for drinks, for... Um, you know, salsas for those kind of things. Yeah, so, yeah, smoke, that's going to be smoking awesome. ingredients. All right, well then we're going to definitely hit on that in the fourth segment. So now it's time for our Ask Andy segment, which is brought to you this month by Smoke on Wheels Barbecue Marinade, which you can get, of course, at all things barbecue atbbq.com. And don't forget, you will get a Barbecue Radio Network T-shirt 
And we are probably down to the last couple, but we still have the Barbecue Bible signed by Stephen Reichlin that is going to be sent to you as well if we use your question. I also signed the back of it, just so you know. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went in and signed the back. That, that's super uh, nice. I'm sorry, boy, that really added value. <laughs> well, somebody's going to get a, a signed Todd John's version, too. How about that? That's right. <laughs> so, T-Bone, what do you have for us today? Paul Long from Blandon, Pennsylvania. This is one of those those quick, short questions to the point that we could spend all show on. Boxes Wonderful. or briefs? That's the <laughs> yeah, question. That's Boxes right. or briefs, Andy? That's come on. Right. And, well, and it starts off, I have a question. <laughs> Can you or should you smoke meat? That has been marinated. Well, so as usual, per every question that we get, my answer is it depends. And it really depends on what kind of meat it is. So I would say if you're marinating a chicken breast, you probably don't want to smoke that because it's a lean piece of meat and it's going to dry out. So anything that is really lean or that you want to eat in a, if it's a red meat, something that you'd want to eat rare or medium rare, you're probably not going to smoke that. You could definitely marinate it and help break down that protein structure. That's what marinades do. There's an acid in them typically, and it's going to break that down for you. But you can definitely marinate a big cut of meat or brine a big cut of meat and smoke that 100%. We smoke big cuts of meat that we marinate all the time. Todd, I, I mean. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to if you're gonna marinate, you know, the, the acid part, let me just hit on. When, when you're putting something in acid, like, uh, you know, one of our favorites years ago was to take zesty Italian dressing and put some chicken in there and, like, roll them up and wrap them in bacon and all that kind of stuff. Well, the thing with acid is it's 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 actually cooking your proteins without heat, right? So there's two ways to cook proteins. One is with heat and the other is with acid. That's where we get ceviche from. So, you know, that's one thing you have to be careful of too. If you're doing any marinating is you are already cooking that protein before you put it on fire. And, you know, when you look at that and I'd use this example in class all the time. So this is a great, and you know, it just, you made that pop in my head. You know, you come home from work and you're you're doing your recipe planning, your menu planning, and you get up in the morning the next day and you've got your chicken breast lined out and you go, you know what, I'm going to throw those in that zesty Italian dressing so that I can cook them tonight. And then on the way home from work, you get a call, you end up at the bar, you guys stop and maybe have dinner. You get home and, oh, I forgot about those chicken breasts I was going to cook. And you open up the bag and the, they're kind of gray on the surface. And you're exactly right. That acid denatures the protein and cooks it essentially and breaks it down. So it's great to start to tenderize the meat. But if you leave it too long, what happens is you end up cooking the meat and denaturing it. It gets a mealy texture. It's not going to taste good. And then you're going to put it on the cooker. You're going to put it on a grill. And then you're just going to continue to to cook it with fire now. And it's just going to be a mess. You know, the story of uh, doing that and going to the bar and maybe staying too long sounds like a personal story for you, I, I think. I, <laughs> is that just Todd, like a flashback? <laughs> I'm triggered now. I don't know what you're talking about. A personal flashback. Yeah, that's why I had to build my own marinade. I mean, had less acid. <laughs> theoretically, someone could maybe go to the bar too long and forget they had chicken and acid. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, theoretically. <laughs> theoretically. 
So, so to answer your question, Paul, you can smoke meat that has been marinated, but it's really more about the meat that you are going to be cooking. You don't want to smoke lean items or very small items that are going to dry out in that process. You'll probably want to grill those instead, but you can definitely marinate a big cut of roast uh, or like a chuck roast or a tri-tip or anything like I usually like that. That's a great example of a big cut you'll marinate is a tri-tip. Um, I, I usually will take chilies and adobo and some garlic and a little bit of oil, maybe some lemon juice, uh, mix all of that together and put that in the blender and blend it down and just rub the outside with that, leave it for a few hours, and then I'll come back and throw that in the smoker and you can get this beautiful smoked tri-tip that is going to be juicy and tender and you can do that with a marinade in the smoker for sure. Yeah, I'm not afraid to marinate a steak either. I mean, I, I love a good marinated steak every now and then. And, you know, if you do that, like you get a nice big one, I'm probably going to do a reverse sear and get a little smoke on it first, but I'm going to grill that to finish. Well, thank you for your question, Paul. We will get a T-shirt and a signed copy of the Barbecue Bible headed your way. Todd's Inc. hopefully will be dry by the time we close the back cover and get it on its way to Blandon, PA. Next segment, we are going to be talking with Pitmaster and owner of Luton Booty Barbecue, Sterling Smith. We'll dig into some great flavors and techniques. Check out all of his classes and products at LutonBootyBBQ.com. Coming up, Sterling Smith, right here on the Barbecue Radio Network. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing, we build the grill. Welcome back to the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Andy G, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and our co-host, Plowboy's Todd Johns. We are stealing our guest from the road this week. Sterling Smith is out tearing up the barbecue circuit, where he's got more than 800 top 10 awards, over 43 grand in reserve championships. He's the owner and pitmaster of Luton Booty Barbecue. He's authored two cookbooks and has an amazing line of rubs and sauces. And when he's out teaching barbecue, he's doing that when he's not competing. So you can check out his product and his classes over at his website, LootAndBootyBBQ.com. Welcome to the show, Smitty. Oh, guys. I mean, that's amazing to hear all that. I mean, I, I, I don't think I've heard anybody else say it, but me. Andy will call you every morning and tell you how wonderful you are. Oh, yeah, my I, God. Started, I, do. I started a new service for uh, all of our guests. I just go ahead and record their yes. accolades. And oh play. Andy yes. is your wake up call. Sign me up. I'll give you my PayPal account. <laughs> That's that's like totally like a self affirmation there. And that's I, right. I feel good about I feel good about myself now. Thank Dude, you. You're, you're everywhere. Like, are you ever in Phoenix? Well, I'm actually in Phoenix right now, which is funny. I'm in between things, but um, no, you know, I mean, I I I, I 
barbecues became my full-time career you know about six years ago I, fit, I quit my corporate job and to me it's about um branding myself and getting out there and you know i just love it i love cooking meat all over i don't care if it's in, in my backyard or the american royal or in australia education's your big thing too right like i've sat in on one of your classes and man you've got you've got a lot of knowledge you've built in that in that time well yeah absolutely um i I love sharing the information um to me that's how we get more people involved in barbecue is is is, uh learning sharing you know giving them tips and pointers and you know there's uh, showing them that there's not just one way to get there there's a million ways to get there and here's here's my way you know whether you choose to do it great but um to me it's all about if you want to get better at anything in life you got to educate yourself you got to get out there you got to do it um but yeah it starts with learning i love that portion i love seeing people kind of you know get it you know they kind of get some of the science behind it and and i just love telling some stories from the road and and then the competition trail and and get it all involved but to me it's just uh, you hit the nail on the head you've got You've got to actually do it. You can't just sit there and think about it. So, and I, you know, I always tell people the more you cook, the more you'll cook. Oh, yes. 100%. Right? So, and, so that's, that's the key. So, what do you got? What do you have coming up? I know you've got a few things coming up that are pretty cool. Um, like, the, I think the World Foods are coming up, right? Yes, absolutely. In two weeks, the uh, World Food Championship finals, I'll be representing the barbecue category there competing for a hundred thousand dollars or competing at the brightwater culinary institute in bentonville arkansas so the opportunity to to represent barbecue the category and go for a hundred thousand dollars it's just amazing to me i'm really focused on that right now i have some classes lined up i'm working on some sauces with all world spices i have my uh sauces out right now but you know, um, I've been working with All World right now for distribution and uh, getting those um, uh, re-engineered. So, really excited to get those out. And man, just continue to hit the road and spread barbecue love. That's right. Well, you know, so talking about kind of getting out there and representing barbecue in the world foods. So, having gotten to cook the world foods and do that before, you're cooking against not just other barbecue folks. That's what got you to the championships. Now you have to cook against every other fine dining recipe style, um, sandwiches, steaks. I mean, you're cooking against lots of other genres of food. What? How do you, you know, prepare to put something on the plate that's going to really take you to that final uh, table and get you the money? Yeah, absolutely, and you're right. You know, it's it's the the winner of each category. We're in our world food, so steak, barbecue, um, burger, recipe, noodle. Um, everybody's coming in with different skill sets, and there's some you know legit chefs that are fantastic cooks, uh, fantastic SCA cooks who are I'm, I'm going up against. So, to me, what I have to do is just boil it down to my basics. You know, I know how to cook. I know flavors, so I'm going to take what they give me, put it all together and just put my style on it. You know, I think at the end of the day, if you know how to cook and you know what flavors go well and, and you have a good palate, you know, you can you can whip something up, make it happen. I've been with you in Australia when you've made some amazing salmon and, and the one day bugs for me, man, that was so good. And it was just a really recipe kind of whipped up there. And it was just phenomenal because you know how to cook and you know what goes together. And I think being at that level in competition, um, you have to have that sort of palate and you have to have that touch and flavor and taste to know to know what the judges are looking for. And in, in, in any competition, you got to play the game. You know, it, it, whatever competition is there, it's all a game. So play the game in terms of, uh, you know, appearance, make it look right. 
make it taste right and then add your spin and, and unique flavor and, and technique on it and at the end of the day you just cross your fingers and hope they like it well i don't want you to spill the sauce here but any any hints on what you're thinking for world food so we have three rounds and our first round is an abuse bush round so we have a, a few proteins to pick from one of them is a pre-smoked brisket um from sam's club there's shrimp, there's pork loin, other uh, few things. So we have to involve that protein and we have to involve a pickling element. So we have one hour to cook this, this um, amuse-bouche. And so we have to have a pickling item and then use one of those proteins. So I'm going to do something very Southwesterny. You know, I'm from Arizona. Um, uh, my mother's Mexican. I love those uh, Mexican Latin flavors. So I'm going to definitely pull some Southwestern uh, something in. El Jefe Grande floating around in there. Yeah, I mean, you probably a little bit of El Jefe <laughs> in there, you know. And and I couldn't pass up at being a barbecue guy if they're going to give us a pre-smoked brisket that's done by a competition team. I'm going to take that brisket and I'm going to flip it. So um, definitely, I'm using brisket as my protein. The second round is a taste and repeat. So we go to one of the chef's uh, restaurants. We taste it the next day. If we get to the next round, then we repeat that for the chef. And then the third round mm-hmm. is a. Um, cooking uh entree four three and four of a five course tasting menu for the crystal bridges um restaurant there in Bentonville, arkansas so man it's it's uh it's an unlike other any other culinary competition i've been to it's very detailed very attention to detail very chef oriented so I'm, i'm super excited to like i said represent barbecue and hope we do well this year yeah real quickly when we're talking about flavor so you have a Jolly Roger rub, which is a jalapeno garlic black rub, but it's not an activated charcoal rub. And there's, I was sitting yesterday and I had somebody asking me about activated charcoal, activated charcoal. Tell me a little bit about what you did to come up with Jolly Roger, because I think people ask about that. Yes, In absolutely. about 30 seconds, give me a 30 second run on it. Absolutely. We're trying some activated charcoal. We tried, um, we actually tried using kiln dried coconut shells. So, um, we used that. Um, I started to do some taste testing and flavor with it. I think it came out really awesome. Pairs well with the, uh, powdered jalapeno and the garlic flavors. And it still gives you that awesome color, that awesome black bark, that awesome boldness that you're looking for. And I think it's really mellower, uh, a really nice mellow flavor, uh, that goes with the, all the other ingredients I have in there. But it's the yeah. You went with the coconut though. That was what was interesting to me. That's super cool. So yes, yeah. So we are talking with pitmaster Sterling Smith. Check out his website at lootandbootybbq.com and follow him on social media to stay up to date on what he's got going on. Promos for National Barbecue Month events classes. Uh, if you use IG or Facebook, you can use the handle at Luton Booty BBQ. When we get back with Smitty, we are going to pick his brain on flavor building and some good recipes for the backyard. We are talking with pitmaster Sterling Smith. More next right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com.
Welcome back to the Barbecue Radio Network with executive producer extraordinaire T-Bone, my co-host Todd Johns, and I'm Andy G, and we are back talking with Sterling Smith, owner and pitmaster of Luton Booty Barbecue, and I also want to take a brief second and thank him for his service, as he is also a veteran of the U.S. Navy, so when you are checking out his products, you are also supporting a veteran-owned business, so welcome back, Sterling. Yes, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Well, that is no problem. You've I, we were talking about you know world foods and and how you're building some some flavors there. Also for the backyard guys, like what what can you do to help somebody start to pair some flavors uh, at home that might be a little outside of what they're normal? I'm going to grab some Lowry's and I'm going to do this. What are some easy ways to start experimenting at home and and branch out into the new and different flavors that'll wow all the neighbors? Absolutely. I mean, not just when we talk about seasonings, there's just so many. I mean, you know, you go to a, a barbecue store and you see a wall and there's just a million of them there and everything from jalapeno garlic to citric to your basic barbecue rubs. But what I've been doing a lot with is sauces, man. I've been using a lot of like Mexican sauces, some moles, Asian sauces like teriyaki's, some sesame oil, some drizzles. I really like to to kind of season you know, basically kind of go whatever pairs with the meat and then use some sauce to kind of whatever, take whatever direction I'm going. So let's say I wanted to do some, you know, Asian ribs. I might do like a nice salt, pepper, garlic rub on them. And then, you know, at the end, end hit him with some, you know, brown sugar, some soy sauce, some teriyaki, a little bit of, um, uh, toasted sesame seeds, some along those lines. If I wanted to go, you know, a Mexican route, I can take some dried peppers and chilies and, and, you know, uh, toast those and then re- rehydrate them and make a nice little enchilada sauce or something. So I really like to play with a lot with sauces. And, um, you know, what you said later earlier when I, you were building up my confidence about uh, <laughs> writing two books is, you know, during COVID um, it gave me a lot of time when everything was shut down to actually write two books. And one of them is a sauce book. It's the ultimate book of barbecue sauces. So I really got to nail some sauces, marinades, condiments, a lot of things like that. So I really love to bring those into the world food championships because to me, a good sauce on an amazing protein can, can take you to the next level. Um, sauce brings a lot of stuff together. And I, I love using, like I said, the Asian flavors. I love using the, the Latin Latino flavors, but to me, a good sauce, a good curry, on something oh, yeah. can take a chicken to the next level. So I really love to expand and play a lot of sauces. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you said that because you know, in traditional barbecue it's you know, you get the attitude of, oh no sauce and the meat has to speak for itself and you know, that's all good and fine and it's all true, but there's, you know, sauce sauces, whether they're barbecue sauces or other types of sauces, chimichurris and, and yes. what have you, like they, they just add an element to the dish. And so you're building, it's not just, you know, that smoked protein, it's what you're bringing also to the table for it. So I'm really glad you said that because I think, I think sauce gets a, sauce gets a bad rap because they, you know, because typically it's, you know, the place. Places that are just smothering everything in barbecue sauce. And I think you're right. I I think it gets a bad rap because I think sauce is used to cover up bad barbecue in some places, like you said. But when you have phenomenal barbecue, you pair it with a nice, beautiful little Kansas City style sauce or a mustard type sauce on a pulled pork sandwich. To me, it just elevates it. And like you said, it makes it better because you're eating phenomenal meat and then you have that sauce, which is either tangy, vinegary or some, some sort of acidic that cuts that fat. 
um, to me, it, it's, it melts together. That's what it's about. So I, I love playing a lot with sauces. Yeah, and it really is, a. that's exactly what it's about, is letting the sauce elevate the meat. So like you said, a pulled pork, if you've got something that's got a little bit of mustard or vinegar in it that's going to cut that fat, it will actually let the pork be porkier. Now that is a technical term. I know using porkier. Yeah. Porkier is a technical term. So it, don't go Google that by it's the way. It's, all, <laughs> yeah, it's in the smoke on wheel dictionary. It's part of Andy's but, lexicon. Yeah. yeah. Part of my lexicon, but that is no, a right. real thing. Because flavors, and that's what happened with the heat and salt, you know, that's what um, enhances other flavors. But you're right. It just, I think it makes it taste better. So to me, if you're in your backyard and you're tired of playing with, you know, seasonings and rubs, you know, start with some basic seasonings and rubs and then start playing around some different sauces um, and go from there. And the, I think the other key there is don't be afraid to build them from scratch. You mentioned taking no. the dried chilies and rehydrating those and using them it's a it's a simple process to do but sometimes people i think get a little scared about oh i've got to start with this raw ingredient and i'm not sure how to use it you know do i take this and how much of it do i need and all of that right and it's the the sauce will automatically be better if you build it yourself from scratch just because fresh ingredients make such a difference and i know todd mentioned chimichurri but like a good chimichurri or a gremolata on top of a flank steak or a skirt steak like you get that bright citrus and you get that acidic bite and then you get all the herbaceous flavors and it really does bring up the level of the meat that you're eating. It's it's a you're making me hungry, Andy. I'm like, sorry, no well, this, this is why tacos are so good, right? Because tacos, <laughs> like, you take all these flavors and 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 acids and meats, and you throw it in a tortilla and just stuff it in your face, right? Yeah, I mean, tacos is, is just a vehicle to right. get all of the goodness, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, right, right. But no, I love I love all that contrast of flavors, the acidic pairing with the fatty, the sweet, uh, the I, I love a good Kansas City barbecue sauce on a rib. You can't beat that, man. You know, to me, that a good, sweet, sticky, smoky, saucy rib is, I mean, that's hard. That's hard to beat. Yeah, I, I'll eat a dry rib, but I'd rather have it glazed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. So, yeah, I, I love playing around with sauces. I think I, I did for the World Food Championship. Uh, what got me to the finals is we were each given a brisket and we had to create a dish for the panel of judges and kind of explain what our reasoning behind it was. So I took that brisket and I flipped it into a, a crab and brisket fried rice. I did a, um, a brisket, overstuffed brisket egg roll with a smoked mango and sweet and sour sauce, uh, sweet chili lime sauce. We did a, um, a brisket and shiitake mushroom gyoza. With, uh, we created a <laughs> oh, now you're talking in my good ear. <laughs> oh, man. We did a China line of sauce. You've never heard of that. So we took a Carolina gold and the Chinese hot mustard and combined them oh. and made a China line of mustard sauce <laughs> and a wasabi aioli right on top of that. Though. Oh, my gosh. Now <laughs> I'm sweating over here. I'm br- I got a beat of sweat breaking out. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, Mike, I, as a cook, I feel insignificant right now. I just oh, I'm like, I've never thought of a of a China Carolina, whatever you say. China Lina. <laughs> China Lina. So you yeah. got some classes coming up. You're going to be at Megabyte Barbecue actually on my birthday in, in August. What what kind of stuff are you teaching your uh, your students at those classes? What can people expect to learn when they come see you live? Absolutely. So I do everything from uh, backyard barbecue classes to competition classes. And this class um, at Megabyte Barbecue, uh, my good 
buddy uh, Richard Fergola, Fergola from Fergalicious Barbecue and I are teaching uh, uh, two competition meats. So we're teaching chicken and brisket. So it's really cool to come to these classes because you see two different pit masters, two different areas, two different styles of doing it. But you're going to see them both. You're going to see us both kind of get to the same result, but just in a different way. So what I like for my students in classes is to, to kind of get tips and points and nuggets and techniques and then go back and incorporate that into what they're doing. That's what's going to make them better. But this competition class, you're going to see exactly what we turn into the judges for a KCBS style barbecue competition. But we have classes, like I said, all over from backyard things to straight competitions. And I have a online class at uh, bbqchampsacademy.com uh, where you can check out my full competition, uh, chicken ribs, pork and brisket online. I was just going to say, you've got a series of classes out there. People can go watch them and rewatch them and see all of it right from the uh, comfort of their own couch, which is cool. But yeah, I heard, yes. I, I've heard tell that that's called the uh, Bootylicious Barbecue Tour. Uh, Bootylicious Barbecue. I don't, hope we don't get sued for that. But, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's, that was the uh, name that I heard when uh, I was uh, floating around one of the last ones. It's a, it's a yes. perfect name. The best of uh, Luton booty and the best of fergalicious together you well, get it all you, you get you. Food, you get stories you get fun that's right well thank you so much smitty don't forget to go over to luton booty barbecue head to the website lutonbootybbq.com and check out all the cool swag and great stuff over there you can follow sterling at luton booty bbq on his social media coming up next todd and i are going to talk about smoking ingredients right here on barbecue radio network You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing, we build the grill. Welcome back to Todd and Andy here on Barbecue Radio Network. This segment is brought to you by Holstein Manufacturing. Check them out at HolsteinMFG.com. They have NSF certified cookers and grills and, of course, my favorite corn roasters. And don't forget the amazing mobile event and catering rigs as well. Check them out at HolsteinMFG.com. So, you know, Todd, I just I always get excited talking to Smitty because he always has those great flavor ideas like when he's telling us what he did to get to the world foods oh my gosh the the pot stickers with the oh, goiza excuse me the goiza with the brisket and the overstuffed with the mangoes and that's like oh my yeah, gosh yeah yeah i just i love when people get creative like that and just think out of the box and then you're like man i need to step up my game like i didn't think about about that so yeah that was uh that was some cool stuff he threw in there yeah and you know and he mentioned when we were cooking in uh, australia a few years back we were in burley which is still one of the best uh, barbecue events of any barbecue event I've ever been to, uh, Greg Dean throws an amazing, well, threw an amazing contest out there. They don't have it anymore. Um, but when he was throwing that contest, 
it was really about the public and letting them get engaged with the teams. And so we would have these little ancillary categories and he'd have people over uh, to his place. And so we he brought in some of these Morton Bay bugs, which are like a shovelhead lobster, basically. Right. So uh, he brought those in and then I was cooking salmon and there was going to be this event the next day. So Smitty and I just kind of threw down with whatever he had at the house to see what kind of recipe we do. And so I kind of did a jalapeno thing with the salmon and he did this awesome sauce on these bugs and it was really cool. And, and it's like, once you start playing with those flavors, then you get a little bit more brazen, a little more creative. And then you're like, I'm going to throw a little bit of this in with it. And then it, it'll work or it won't, but you, you start to kind of learn yep. those things that pair well together. Yeah. Well, you know, he also talked about world food coming up and, and the finals for that. He won the barbecue, uh, uh, the barbecue contest to get him to the finals you and i cooked world food about seven years ago yeah. down in in alabama and boy can you imagine doing the format he's doing with for the finals that they're doing this year that just sounds like nothing i've ever heard of before in a food competition yeah they really take that and bring it up another notch uh, almost every year you know like we had to do we were doing steaks and this and that the barbecue and we've gone and, and done the barbecue event when it was in Vegas uh, before it went to Orange Beach. And it gets a little bit more, I would say, competitive and forces you out of your box every year. Because, you know, all of those folks are because barbecues won the whole thing before. So it's not unprecedented. You know, originally people were like, oh, no, there's no way barbecue is going to beat this fine dining beard award-winning chef that's going to cook a steak with all of the sauces and everything and it's going to be amazing and barbecue's beaten that before so it's it's always fun to kind of see what's going to happen and i think if anybody can elevate it uh through those steps that he's talking yeah. about through those rounds he's got a shot yeah. the thing that's cool about world food for a barbecue pitmaster is you know when we're out competing it's the same thing week after week like we are turning in the same dish just trying to execute it real well but here you've got to really come to the table with something different so for a barbecue cook for a pitmaster world foods is uh is, is really out of the box just by definition yeah because we're so used to the constrained here's your four categories here's how you have to use them you can use only these things and then you know you you can put a spin on that but it, you can there's you can't a lot of limitations yeah. there's a lot of limitations yeah and you know I, and i've talked about it in classes before you and you mentioned dry ribs versus a glazed rib like i love a good dry rib mm -hmm. and when we do class i'll do i'll do a wet rib and a dry rib and nine times out of ten, more people like the dry rib because mm -hmm. you get more of that nuance of the pork and you get more of that little bit of crust that's got some character to it. But that would never win in a judging box. Right, right. And so that's it's funny. Everybody, we do the hand raise thing and it's like, all right, ten of you, you know, like the glazed and 20 of you like the dry. And, you know, I, I like a dry rib, too. And every time we go through these classes, I'm like, I'm going to put a dry rib in the box again and just see if flavor wins. Nope. No, nope. it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it's not shiny enough. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't have the sugar to shine it up. And, you know, and, and yeah, the the dry ribs are great. The, the sauce is great, too. You know, if you caramelize it up a little bit, but it does cover up, you know, it, a lot of a lot of the other flavors. But at the same time, like. 
you know, my yard bird I put on on ribs and then put the sweet 180 on it or the Enfuego on it. And those flavors, back to what Sterling was talking about, really match up too. So sometimes, you know, the two complement each other. And one sometimes, and one can be three. Yeah. And sometimes I just want to have that dry rub on there too. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because so I'm going to Korea here soon and I'm going to be teaching barbecue over there. And of course, they have amazing barbecue that is much different than ours. It's more Mm -hmm. of a grilled, hot and fast style cooking. And it's very like umami bomb type flavors, right? Mm, a lot of marinades, too. Yeah, a lot of marinades. And so we're going to actually, Tay, they want to start doing some low and slow, true American style barbecue on some of their banquet menus. And so I'm going to be over there teaching that, but Yardbird's on the list, right? So that's one of the things uh, that is is coming in for uh, the ribs and the pork. And I'm anxious to see what they do with the paprikas and the chilies right, and the because chilies. that's one of the things that when I was giving them raw ingredient lists, some of the, they don't have a lot of like they don't have a smoked jalapeno chili there. They don't have in a dry format or as a, as a chili, they've got lots of other chilies. So it's going to be fun to kind of figure out what to do with what to make that work. But it's time now for our all things barbecue product spotlight and their website is atbbq.com. All Things Barbecue has all the tools and accessories you need to take your barbecue to the next level. So get fired up and go get the supplies to do it at All Things Barbecue, atbbq.com. So, Todd, do you have a product to share today? I do. This is one that's on my list. I've been seeing these things around and I've not pulled the trigger on one, but boy, they look so smart. It, it's really a simple thing it's the All Things Barbecue collapsible prep tub with built-in cutting board and i know you've seen these things before oh yeah they 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 squish down flat you can store them really easy um, you can use it as a cutting board the bottom of it is a cutting board but also then you can like pop it out and it becomes uh this little tub where you can do your prep in you can uh do some marinating in you can season in i just think it's a really cool versatile little little thing to have in your arsenal so i'm going to pick one up it's the all things barbecue collapsible prep tub with a built-in cutting board $34.99 uh, this yeah, thing, it's worth it. They're great to have around. This thing looks like it's something I need. Well, awesome. So check out their website, atbbq.com. Pick that up. And now we need to jump right in to kind of ingredients and what we can do with smoking ingredients. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talk about meat and vegetables and things, but, you know, I, I was I was up at the Kansas City Airport and we were, uh, the NFL draft was in town and and we were talking uh, to folks as they were leaving town about barbecue in Kansas City and, and I learned that um, one of the bars in the airport is using a smoked honey in their old fashioned and then they're taking their orange uh, slices and putting them on the smoker as well. So they're not pumping smoke into that old fashioned like you're seeing a lot of bars do right now. They're actually smoking the ingredients that go in that drink. And so that just got me thinking, wow, there should be a lot more things. And I've, I've smoked 
uh, salt before to make my own hickory salt. Um, you know, I know you've done like a lot of uh, checks yeah, like, mix kind of stuff and nuts and different yeah, things. Yeah, and I like to smoke like uh, ancho and, and other chilies and just not roast them, but just smoke them till they're soft and then peel the flesh and use yeah. those in like a chimichurri or in a salsa. Yeah, I'll I'll do the same with tomatillos and garlic and onion um, and and poblanos and put those in the smoker and and smoke those and kind of soften them up a little bit and then turn that into either salsa verde or chili verde. Throw some pulled pork in there. Um, so yeah, I think uh, you know smoking your ingredients is just kind of another way to think about how to bring these outdoor grilling smoking elements into dishes yeah yeah it's it's a really a good thing to think about and play with and give you the ability to add an element of smoke without taking your protein or or your main veg and doing that well we want to thank sterling smith for being on the show check out all the classes and products he has at lutonbootybbq.com and don't forget to head on over to all things barbecue and pick up our product of the month smoke on wheels barbecue marinade thank you all for joining us this week and next week we are excited to bring you big jim stancil with more great barbecue tips for t-bone todd and myself thanks for tuning in we'll keep the pits lit till next time here on barbecue radio network Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform each and every Thursday. 